I know I've shared this, but I'll share it many times before the Lord comes or before He takes me home. When the Lord called me to go out west and to, to share, um, one of the things He instructed me to do was for me to be a true representation of Him. And, and as we begin that journey and started talking about that, um, that's when I was um, open more to the Father, um, of understanding Him as Father, not just as God. And no one takes, I don't take that away. He is God. He is sovereign God. And, um, but He's the one that says, call me Father. And um, as I began that journey of understanding Him as Father, um, Andy was a big influence in that. He helped, and um, that was a major, major shift in, in my mindset as I began to go. But I began to ask the Lord, Lord, how do I do that? And he said, I want, you to, I want you to treat people like I treated them. I want you to deal with people like I dealt with people. So go and read how I did it. And then that's what you do. And see, when, 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 so that's why I can stand here and say that you're, you're invited to the table. You say it's not just for the religious? No. I'm not even sure they were at the table. That's true. <laughs> I'm not sure the religious crowd came to the table. They crucified him. But I'm not sure they came to this table. But I can tell you who, who came to this table. The woman caught in adultery. She came to this table. Zacchaeus, the crook, he came to this table. Peter, Cussing fisherman, he came to this table. See a pattern here? You say, I can't come. Well, I think you better start reading the red. Who can come, Brother Rodney? The song says and the scripture says that all are invited. See, as I went back and I started studying and I started paying attention to, to, to those things, because the Lord knew what I would deal with when I got out west. He knew, he knew I, would, I would have a culture shock when I got out there if I hadn't prepared for what I was going for. Because it's different. And one thing we're, we're, we're good about doing is we, we try to take, and they'll teach you this in missions, especially if you're going to the foreign mission field, is you don't take your culture and you try to put it into their culture. That's the first mistake because they're going to write you off to start with. Okay? I forget where it was at. Clark Whitten was preaching and, and, and it's in his testimony. And he was sharing with, with some men a, a Bible study. And, and they were talking about how drinking, you know, drinking a beer. And, and I can, um, I, he, he was talking about another country. And he said, if, if, he said, y'all sit here and you drink coffee all morning. He said, but in this country, they'll drink a beer. But if you was to sit down with them and drink, 
drink a cup of coffee, it's almost like you'd be an infidel. <laughs> because their culture says coffee ain't good. Coffee's like we think of beer over here. And he said, you'd be run off from the table because you got a cup of coffee. But in our culture, we're different. And so they teach you that you can't take, you, you don't need, you can't take, you, you'll lose them at the beginning. You'll never be able to witness to them. You'll never be able to share Jesus when you try to take your culture and put it into somebody else's culture. We're all different. Amen? You know? The sad part about it is most of us never get out of our culture. That's bigger than that was. That's a bigger, bigger statement than that was even meant to be. But we don't get out of our culture. We don't get out of our little box. And that leads me, I was thinking about this this week and this morning especially, I was thinking about Brother Wayne. Brother Wayne talks about how a parachute, it's only good if it's open. If you don't open it, it's not much good to you. Roy jumped the other week and we were praying for him while he was jumping. And his parachute came open because he's here this morning. <laughs> okay? But Brother Wayne done that with our mind. That if your mind's not open, your mind's like a parachute. If it's closed, then all you got is that. Okay, another way to say this is my friend Cliff Taylor, Andy's daddy. And he says it this way, and I love it. Whenever you think you know it all, you're as smart as you're ever going to get. When you think you know it all, then you're as smart as you're ever going to get. And see, our minds have got to be open. And we've got to think. And we've got to be open to what God's saying. You know, when it comes to communion, I'm learning a lot more than I've ever learned in all of my life. And then I still don't know. I'm still learning. Because I'm not as smart as, you know, I'm not as smart as I, as I want to be. And when I read this scripture and, and, and when, I, when, I, when I think about communion, I don't know it all. And I'm not going to stand here this morning and tell you that because I don't. I'm learning what communion is. I'm learning that there's more to it. And, and I'm so thankful that starting this journey, Brother Wayne, we've never, we've never tagged this on to the end of the service. Many do, and that's okay. That's their business. I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to condemn them. That's, they, they have to go with what they... But listen to me. I don't know all of it. I'm still learning like Cliff tells me to. But let me tell you, there's more to this than we know. Okay? This week, um, for the last... Debbie and I take communion just about every night. We may miss one here and there. But we take communion at our house. Every day, every night, before we go to bed, that's the last thing we do is pray and take communion. And, um, and we pray over our kids. We pray over our grandkids. Um, you know, we call them out by name. And I encourage you to do that. Don't make it a ritual, okay? Don't get into the ritual part. Well, I've got to do it. No. If you forget and you don't do it, there's times that we've laid down and, you know, and we say, oh, we didn't get into communion. Okay. Well, Lord, you hear our prayer. You know, sometimes I'll get up and go do it. Sometimes I don't. I just, we just go on to sleep. It's okay. God's not, read the red. <laughs> read the red. It's okay. Okay. 
But I was talking to Bill Dingle this week. Bill and I, and we, we, we talk a lot. And he's been doing the same thing for a, a couple of weeks now. And he made this comment to me. And I've heard this said. He, he made the comment. Well, he was praying for us one night. I'd had him. I, 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 I called him and I said, we're going to do communion here in a minute. And I want you to lead us. And he made this comment. The Lord... This is your body. It's not a substitute for it. How many times over my 57, I know that shocked some of y'all. How many times in my history in the church, I've been in church nine months before I was born, How many times have I heard it said, again, no condemnation, I'm not trying to, I'm not throwing off on any of my former what it, pastors, teachers, whatever. I'm thankful for all of that. If you ever think that I'm, you, you're missing my heart. Okay? Listen. They only did what they knew. So it's no condemnation on them. They just, they just did what they knew. They didn't know any better. They didn't know any different. Maybe nobody come along and taught them. I don't know. Some of them may have had a closed mind. I don't know. But I'm going to lean to the other. That they just understood what they knew. But I've heard it said many times, this is like, this is a, a substitute. This isn't the body. This isn't the blood. This is a substitute. And I've heard that said. Now again, I don't know all I need to know about this. So, if you come out this morning and ask me, I probably don't have an answer for you. I'm going to tell you now. I don't know. Okay? One day you'll get a smart preacher and he'll have all the answers. But right now, you just got a boy from Ladonia that is just trying to hear the Father. Amen? But look what the Scripture says. The night of the crucifixion. I mean, the night of the, before they was going to crucify Jesus. As they were eating, Jesus took some bread... And blessed it. Then he broke it in pieces. And he gave it to the disciples saying, take it. It's in red. Now some of you may know more about this than I do. You probably should be up here instead of me. But he said, take it. For this is a substitute for my body. I love Dr. E.V. Hill. Good Southern Baptist, probably not, but that's what he said he was. He had a, but Dr. Hill said, let's don't interpret it first. Let's just read it. Our, our favorite thing is, well, it's all in how you interpret it. Well, let's don't interpret it. We'll get to that later. Let's just read it. And right now, I'm just reading. Okay? You say, Brother Rodney, that's not his body. That's the part I don't understand. That's grape juice. That's the part I don't understand. Where it makes that transition. But that night, or that day, he, did not, he had not been crucified. 
And he took some bread. And he said, this is my body. I don't know. But I'm going to take him for his word. And I'm going to believe that wherever in I, and I've heard Brother Wayne teach this, in the transition, I don't know how that takes place, but I, I know my heart, and let me say it this way, because this is really what I'm trying to get to. I know my heart is saying that I'm believing with you, Father, that this is your blood, and this is your body. And I don't have to figure it out, and I don't have to know it. I just need to believe what you said is true. And I believe when I take the body, because the body was, you were beaten, and, and, you, and by your stripes, I am healed. Amen? By your stripes, I am healed. Can we say that together? By your stripes, I am healed. Yes. I don't understand it all. May never. That's okay. The blood. The new covenant. It represents the new covenant. The blood of Jesus that washes me clean. I can come to the table because of the blood of Jesus. And it's the blood of the new covenant. And the new covenant says, it, you, the old covenant says, you do your part and I'll do my part and we'll get together and and, 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 and we couldn't do our part. God always does His part. And He comes and He says, this is the blood of the new covenant. In the new covenant, God says, I'm going to do your part and I'm going to do my part and all I want you to do is love me and accept my forgiveness and accept what I've done on the cross. Accept my body and accept my blood and we'll move on into life and it'll be good. Yes, and that's the blood of the new covenant. I don't understand all of that. Okay? I understand all that. But I take him at his word. And his word says, take this bread. This is my body. This is my body. So Lord, this is a very special time. And God, I'm the first to say, Father, I'm the first to say, I don't understand everything. I'm learning. Lord, I want my mind to be open. I don't want to have a closed mind. And Lord, as I think about my journey, I think about those who, who taught me before. Lord, they've gone on to glory and I'm very thankful for them. And Lord, you're still giving revelation today. So they didn't have the revelation that you have given us. So Lord, in no way do I want to be even coming across even the mindset that I'm being critical of those who taught me along the journey. Because that's not my heart. But Lord, I want to be open to your word. And just because I don't understand something God doesn't mean it's not true. So teach me. Teach me, Father. 
I know the first lesson in, in teaching is just obedience. And Lord, I want to be obedient. I want to be obedient to, to You. And I want to be obedient to Your Word. As Deb and I pray on many occasions, Lord, whatever You designed this to do and to be, Lord, do it all now. You said, by your stripes, we're healed. By your blood, we're forgiven. So Lord, everything that it's supposed to be, now do it. Go ahead, praise to That section over there, y'all come. Just circle around and make your way.
you to think about just a moment. Just keep playing, Daniel. It's good. Just keep playing. I want you to put yourself at that table that night. What it must have been like, you'd walk with him for three and a half years. And what it must have been like that night to hear him say that I'm going to go away. But I'm not going to leave you alone. I'm going to send one back that's greater than I. Were all the emotions that were going through the disciples' mind that night what it must have felt like to be Judas that day. Knowing that you're fixing to betray the man that probably loved you more than anybody on the earth. And knowing that he knew everything, he still served you.
we use the term that God's the God of a second chance. Let me tell you something. He's the God of the third, the fourth. He's the God of all chances until there's no breath left in your body. Yeah. He's not just the God of the second chance. So as we partake this morning, I want to make that confession again and I want us to all make it. Because this is not just a wafer. This is not just a piece of bread. It is. But it's not. And just as Jesus that night Gave it to his disciples. I've given it to you. And I'm by no means trying to be Jesus. Okay? Don't read that into it. But he said, Take, eat. This is my body. So Lord, by your stripes, we was healed. By your stripes, we are being healed. And by your stripes, we will be healed. So make this confession with me. Father, thank you for the body that was broken for everything that I need. And today, I remember you. In Jesus' name, amen. Aren't you thankful for the new covenant? Boy, I am. You who were once dead in your sin, He has now quickened. He has quickened your mortal body. Where sin had left us, dead. The blood of Jesus brings life. Amen? So Father, in this precious blood, we know there's life. And Lord, on many occasions as I've prayed, Lord, everything You intended it to do, when You took it that night and gave it to Your disciples, Lord, I want the same meaning that you had in your heart that night for this body this morning. Lord, we don't degrade it. We don't, we don't do anything to diminish the power that's in this cup. The power in the blood. The old song said there's power in the blood. Wonder-working power. Mm-hmm. So Father, everything you intended that night, Lord, we want it. We want it. Healing, forgiveness, peace of mind, everything, God, that was intended that night. We say, come Holy Spirit and give it to us. 2,000 years later, we still believe. Repeat after me, congregation. Thank you, Father. For the precious blood blood. 
that has washed me white as snow. Father, we bless your holy name and we bless the blood. In Jesus' name, amen.